0: Greetings and welcome to another edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Hopefully you're having yourself a good time, yet staying safe this Memorial Day weekend, and of course taking the time to remember what this weekend is all about as well. And it's kind of the end of a long journey, at least for part one here today after 80 plus episodes of promoting high school sports across the state of Wisconsin. This is going to be our last regular program of the 2019-2020 year. And we're going to be joined by Bruce Kaufman today, who's a big part of this program, Help Make It Happen from Flyway Carpet Cleaning. We're going to talk with Bruce about what his business is all about. And then we're going to talk to Bruce about umpiring. Bruce is an umpire that works usually six, at least six days a week. This time of year and into the summer, working what high school, American Legion, Home Talent League, and Rock River League. So Bruce is going to talk about what he's doing with all the time that he's got on his hands right now, the extra time that is. And also we'll talk about the need for umpires and officiating in general across the board in the state of Wisconsin and the country and how you can get involved in becoming an umpire or a referee, whether you're male or a female There is a spot for you as an official. It should be fun here today. Again, we need to thank Bruce of Flyway Carpet Cleaning. If you need your carpets cleaned, check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Also want to thank you for being a part of the show, whether you found us early in the run in late August of last year or somewhere in the middle, you checked in. Every now and then, or you caught every single episode, appreciate you being a part of this program as well. We've had thousands of downloads in South Central Wisconsin and across the world as we promote the great things that student-athletes do both on and off the floor, the court, the field, whatever it is. You know, I have a passion for high school athletics and uh, want to promote it right here. We also promote it over at DailyDodge.com and 1430WBEV95X uh, and 95X with Good Karma Brands. In Beaver Dam, it's fun over there on the radio as well. But here, uh, it's been a long journey this year, and you can still subscribe to the program so you never miss an episode. Uh, we will drop an episode here or there during the summer when it warrants if I can find somebody to talk to about how things are going with. Uh, different uh, regulations and such. It's going to be different uh, getting ready for the fall season, which we hope will come our way as well. You can subscribe at all your favorite podcasting sites, including Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iTunes. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Also like us on Facebook. You can also follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. We're going to talk with Bruce Kaufman. That's coming up next about Flyway Carpet Cleaning, a great place if you need your carpet cleaned, whether it be your home, your office, You got an apartment complex. Bruce can take care of you no matter how big the job or small the job. He doesn't cut corners. He cleans them. Bruce is coming up next
1: on the pod. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Wisconsin knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Wisconsin needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com.
0: And right now on the show, we're going to bring in a friend of high school athletics in the area, Bruce Kaufman. Not only is Bruce Kaufman an umpire, but he also... Uh, is a big supporter of high school athletics in the area. Before we talk about umpiring and, I guess, lack thereof this spring and maybe what the future of umpiring looks like with uh, the effort to get some younger people involved, uh, I want to get Bruce on to talk about flyaway carpet cleaning because uh, Bruce has been a big supporter of this podcast in year number one. I know when I uh, pitched him the idea uh, back in August, he was was all on board uh, to support the area youth. And I want to talk a little bit about his business before we talk about umpiring. Bruce, thanks for giving me some time.
2: You are quite welcome. Thanks for having me today, Wade.
0: Hey, Bruce, one of the first things that happened when I moved to Beaver Dam, and I don't know, I think I asked on Facebook who should clean the carpets in my house when we purchased a house in Beaver Dam uh, when we moved from Fond du Lac in the summer of 2016 and. The overwhelming majority of the people said you need to contact Bruce at Flyway Carpet Cleaning, so you did a fabulous job. Can you kind of tell us the thumbnail sketch about Flyway Carpet Cleaning, how long you've been in business, and and, uh, and, and what you're all about?
2: Absolutely. Um, Flyway, I'll start in the, kind of the beginning. It wouldn't exist if my father-in-law and mother-in-law didn't have me hammer, uh, wouldn't have had this idea. Um, he ended a, a trucking career, and um, kind of You know, dabbled around with a couple of different ideas. And then he had this this idea to clean carpeting. And that was in 1994 that he started this company. And, um, you know, it was tough. He tells me this was even before I knew him. Um, I hadn't been dating his daughter yet at the time, who is now my wife. Um, But he tells me the story. He would tell me the story about he had a family friend that said he would fail. And that was all that he needed to keep on and to keep growing this thing. And, and uh so he when I married his daughter in nineteen ninety eight, I started working with him and he would tell me, Hey, maybe you know, you you you'd do good at this and so yeah, whatever kind of thing and well then um we decided to move our family to Beaver Dam in two thousand four with the understanding that there would that the acquisition would, would come play it would come to fruition. And then in two thousand eight my wife and I bought out my mother in law and father in law. And we've been running it for the past 12 years, and uh, the only regret I have is not doing it sooner. Um, it was just, uh, um, it was just a very um, great transition. Um, it helps, of course, to have a family member that uh, can help you oversee the the transition, and he didn't just kind of wash his hands of it. He kind of made sure that I succeeded. Um, plus, he also helped to. Uh, all his customers for the two years before, hey, my son-in-law is going to be taking over type of thing. So it was very helpful. It also was just, you know, great moving into a smaller community. We relocated here from the Milwaukee area, and um, it was very um, help- helpful to move back to a community like my hometown of Two Rivers. And, yes, I said Two Rivers, not Trivers. Um, it took me a long time to get rid of that. Um, but it's similar in the fact that... Um, Reputation means something in a town like Beaver Dam and Horicon and Mayville and the surrounding area. So, it is a big, uh, a big blessing for many people to have given you that that um, feedback on Facebook. It takes a lot of hard work to. To keep that reputation going. So you mentioned a thank few, you very much for that.
0: You mentioned a few communities there, Bruce. Just uh, can you kind of tell you about about how far does your do your services stretch? How far uh, do you do service people and, and, and help people out with with cleaning carpets?
2: Great question. Um, I live in Beaver Dam, but I, I go over to um, as far east as pretty much as east as West Bend. I've got a couple of customers over in that area. As far west as uh, Rio, Cambria, Friesland, Portage, that area. Um, I get up to Fond du Lac on the north side and then to Sun Prairie on the south side and uh, Watertown on uh, southeast Sun Prairie and or southwest, excuse me, Sun Prairie and then Watertown on the on the south side. Um, and I cover that whole area. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the kind of the geographic reach. Um, but I always try to work with people that uh, if they have something a little bit further out of that range, I can always help them out.
0: No, are you the only employee of Flyaway Carpet Cleaning as well?
2: I am. Um, I had uh, I've had a couple of people, you know, throughout the years that have um, come and worked with me, um, and then they have gone on to bigger and better things. But uh, I have found that as a as an owner operator, um, it is I'm able to make sure that I get. Uh, I have the Facetime with my customers. My customers get to know who I am. They see me at the grocery store. They see the same guy coming to clean their carpeting. Um, it's not a situation where one time they have a twenty-five-year-old kid, the next time they have a sixty-two-year-old man, so on and so forth. So it tends to be the same guy all the time, and that's that's how I how I like it that way. I have uh, helps with quality control, so.
0: Hey, I was going to ask you too, Bruce. uh, Tell people the services that you offer. What you can do if they need a carpet cleaned, if they have different venues, or or what what exactly can you do for people?
2: Absolutely, thank you for asking. Um, I can go any you know as small as cleaning a coffee spill or a wine spill on carpeting, um, all the way to cleaning uh, thousands of square feet of uh, of commercial space, um, hallways and you know, all hallways, offices, that type of thing. Um, banquet halls, if there's carpeting in the banquet halls, I have the opportunity, you know, I have enough and, and large enough and, and uh powerful enough equipment to be able to take care of uh getting everything from the smallest of of uh stubborn stains to the most um you know the greasiest restaurant carpeting and everything in between. I have the opportunity, I have the the chemistry and also the equipment to be able to do that. In addition to carpet cleaning, I also take care of um, those little dog and cat um, accidents on occasion. We all love our pets, and uh, sometimes Fido or Fluffy doesn't make it to the box or make it out the door in time, and uh, I can take care of those um, those oopses Um in addition, I have uh, I I am fully certified in both carpet cleaning and in upholstery cleaning, um, so I can take care of cleaning your your sofa, cleaning uh, Dad's recliner, um, you name it, desk chairs, and in uh, in a, in a commercial setting, all of those things. Um, as far as the and then. The, Not only do I clean soft surfaces, but I also do clean uh, hard surfaces, tile and grout. That's a lot of folks are are going to tile and grout in their kitchens and in their bathrooms and that type of thing. And um, so I can get those grout lines bright for you. Um, In addition, offices, you have um, rhino composite that oftentimes will need to be polished or or waxed. I can offer that service as well. Um, And then when the unthinkable happens um mother nature sometimes comes into our houses and into our offices and um so sometimes you'll have either you know a flood where you know that the, the sump pump stops working or you have a broken pipe or something of that nature i can also come in fully certified in water damage restoration as well so that i can come in and get it uh Get it dried out and get your life put back to normal as uh, quickly as possible.
0: And you're you're one of those guys too, you know that you're very customer friendly and customer orientated, or you will work with people to make sure things get done. You know if they get in a bind or something like that, you will work with them to uh, make sure the carpet gets cleaned if they have an accident. We we're supposed to go golfing a couple weeks back, Bruce, and you picked us up on the back nine because of uh, you, had, you had a job of an emergency job at somebody's house.
2: I did, yes, and that's that is. Um, I will always try to work with with people when when life happens. Life never happens just during 8 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So I am able and willing to come out and take care of you whenever the emergency uh, takes place. In addition, I also tell my customers, I say, you know, I might talk with them and tell them something, but if all of a sudden they forget the hint that I give them, you know, I say, you know what? Advice is free. Feel free to give me a call and I will always, um, walk someone through it. Um, you know, if they don't necessarily think that they need me to come, but they forgot what it was that I told them how to clean up this or that, you know, whatever they, whatever the, the mystery spot might be, I will also work with them, um, and talk with them over the phone to, to help them out.
0: And Bruce, uh, you know, you mentioned when you were talking about when you moved to Beaver Dam, you like being able to see your you know your your, your partners, your customers uh, in the grocery store and such. You're very involved in the community, aren't you? Why do you think it's important to help support, you know, shows like this and in preps and the in the student athletes and the young people in our community?
2: Well, those student athletes today are tomorrow's business owners and are tomorrow's laborers and tomorrow's any number of things. They're the ones that are going to be taking care of me when I'm retired. Um, and I just look at the, the, you know, I was a student athlete. I was, uh, I'd love to say that I was a great athlete. No, but I was a team player. Um, I was, you know, I participated in basketball through my freshman year. I participated in baseball. I participated in football and, um, I had the opportunity to learn how to take direction, how to take constructive criticism, I had the opportunity to have that thrill of victory and also that agony of defeat. Uh, You know, some of the some of my most um, one of my some of my most beneficial lessons came on the football field or on the basketball court. Um, You know, helped me overcome adversity. And so I try to support athletics and try to support not only athletics but uh, various community events, um, including theater and. Um, you name it, you know, the, because the young people of today need an outlet, they get, um, they get beat up on, uh, quite a bit, you know, by adults today saying, oh, they're, they're into so many trouble, you know, so much trouble. They're into drugs, they're into drinking, this and that. Athletics keeps that from happening. Um, so that's why I'm a firm believer in supporting the local athletic scene, um, and helping kids make positive choices.
0: Hey, Bruce, if somebody's interested and they, they need a carpet cleaned, whether it's their house, maybe they just time for a you know general cleaning, or they're, they're moving and they need your house cleaned, or maybe they own an apartment building or an office building and they need it cleaned, uh, what's the best way to get in contact with you and find out uh, how you can help them out?
2: Uh, you can always reach me at my uh, by my phone, which is 920-885-6188. Or you can also look on our website, which is Flyway Carpet Cleaning, Dot com. There's no spaces or dashes. It's flyway, F-L-Y-W-A-Y, carpetcleaning.com. All
0: right, Bruce, I appreciate, again, you being a big part of the, the show here all season long, supporting high school athletics. We're going to come back because people may not know, or many people do know, that you are also an umpire. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about umpiring and lack thereof this year And just in what's going on with umpiring these days uh, The need for more umpires and stuff So people can hang on here for just a 2nd i am going to come back and talk more with Bruce Kaufman How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper Fight harder And overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable Discover how
1: much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association.
0: We are visiting right now with Bruce Kaufman. You see him around town with his carpet cleaning business, but also he is an umpire, and with uh, these unique times here, he is... Not umping, obviously, with no activity going on, so his his springs are usually full. Uh, Bruce, I want to talk a little bit about umpiring as well, right now. Just uh, uh, what have you been doing with all your time with with, with no umpiring this spring?
2: Well, the uh, first thing I, I've able I've been able to do is find my golf clubs. Um, I had uh, I'm not good, but I've actually been uh, able to get out a couple of times um you and I actually went out a couple of weeks ago with another fellow umpire a friend of our of mine and um he and I were having a conversation about uh how it was nice to have a Saturday afternoon where we weren't on a baseball field somewhere um but at the same time we talked about how much we missed baseball um we missed the the uh camaraderie that we have with the coaches and we missed the um You know the the fans and the and the kids. You know there's nothing like having a kid put a ball out of a you know out of a park and hearing all of the the fans and you know the screaming and everything like that. So that definitely is missed this year.
0: Now, Bruce, uh, normally on a normal year, how many nights a week, weekends and such, would you umpire?
2: Generally, on a normal year, I'm working. Especially in baseball, it's it's Early season, we get a lot of rain out, especially, of course, and there's fields that aren't ready to play because of frost and that kind of thing. So by the time May comes along, this time of year, um, we're coming up on regionals. But the month of May, I'm typically working Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then occasionally I'll work a doubleheader on Saturday. And then I, by this time of year, I'm working men's league, uh, the home talent league over in the Madison area or the Rock River League in the uh, toward, down towards the, the southeastern Wisconsin area. So theoretically, I'm working six days a week. Um, not fun. I mean, I shouldn't say not fun, but not liked by my wife all the time. Um, she'd like me to be home and do more projects and that kind of thing. But um, I umpire because there's not a whole lot of us around, and the games need to be worked. Sure.
0: How how did you get into umpiring? How long have you been doing it?
2: Well, I started umpiring when I was 14 or 15 years old. I started working little league back in Two Rivers, um, where I grew up. And I that was just my summer job. And I worked uh, a number of, it was one of my summer jobs. And so I worked a number of little league games, and then I'd worked some junior league and that type of thing. And um, a gentleman by the name of Bob Pruka from from Two Rivers one day had uh, suggested that I get certified with the WIAA. He said it was a, a very uh, um, a great way to stay in the game. Um, I was, I think, 19 or 20 at the time that he suggested it to me. And uh, so I, he even made a phone call for me at the time and called down to a few athletic directors down in the Whitewater area where I was going to college at the time. And so I umpired at high school for two or three years, and then life happened. We I graduated, I moved, and uh, took on a different role in the Milwaukee area. And I gave up umpiring until I was about thirty-two, and uh, then I got back into little league again. And then once we had, like I said, we moved to Beaver Dam in 2004, and I think it was 2000. Eight or 2009 that I re-upped with the WIAA and I've been, been going strong ever since.
0: Sure. So obviously it's a passion for you. And, you know, we, we had talked earlier about it, you know, do you really want to give back to the kids and, and, you know, without, without the men in blue uh, it wouldn't be happening. And so how is it, how does it feel? You, you know, we talked, about you have, I'm very golfing, but do you, you find like you're, you're sitting at night right now thinking, Hey, I'd be right now. I'd be, be dumping a regional. Is it one of those you know, little sadness in your heart knowing you're not out there here uh, this year because of COVID-19?
2: It truly is. Uh, it It is sad not so much for me. Um, it's really, I'm really, I'm saddened for the young men, um, that are not able to play baseball this year. Um, many of them are their senior seasons that are, you know, that are, that were cut short, um, or never allowed to start, I should say. But at the same time, um, you know, it does, it is something that I, I realize the, the gravity of what we're dealing with here, it's bigger than baseball, but it is something that, uh, that it does. There is a a slight, a small hole in the a small hole in my heart. You know, for I'm, I'm longing to to get to get geared up and get behind the plate again.
0: You know, that's one of the things that people have talked about because, they know they're, you know, like Legion is canceled, obviously, for the summer and, and a lot of baseball. There are a few little leagues that are still holding out. You know I talked to one of my buddies who lives in a different part of the state and they haven't canceled yet. Beaver Dam, you know, as of midweek this week, uh, still hadn't made a decision. You know, the lower levels they've canceled, but they're, they're upper levels where maybe they can do a little social distancing and things to make it work. Still have it going on. But, you know, one of, one of, the, one of the, the things on the table when it comes to health is, you know, one of the at-risk uh, groups – is, you know, older adults and, you know, quite frankly, right now, that's a big portion of umpires. I mean, do you think that uh, if some of these leagues do go off, they may have trouble finding, finding umpires simply because of the risk factor of where, where, you know, guys fall into the, into that?
2: Without a doubt. Um, and in fact, that is one of the, one of the very real, um, challenges that will be faced this summer. Um, and neck in and fall and, you know, the, even in basketball, um, come, you know, come wintertime, the average age of official has grown substantially in the last 20 years. Um, it used to be that, you know, the average age, I might say 35. I'm, I'm not, I don't have the exact number, but the average right now, I believe is over 50 years of age. That's the average. Um, I personally schedule umpires for the Beaverdam Legion program, and I work with the Wapan Legion program. I do a lot. I do a fair number of games up there, and work with Randy and and uh, Derek Stanky and those folks up in up in Waupon. And I know that half of the umpires in this in this immediate area, I would say at least the half of the umpires are in one of those vulnerable classes. Um, either they're over the age of sixty five, or they have some underlying health condition that would make them think twice about getting behind the plate. Um, because of social distancing, you know, not being able to to ensure their safety, and you know, doing a game this time of year. Um, granted, now you know, now we're finally warming up, but you know, doing a game in May, yeah, you could wear a mask. Um, you put a mask on in June and July, it is downright stifling. Now, I'm not in time. In addition to your face mask that you would wear, but if you were to put a mask underneath there, it's really hard to get adequate breathing and and uh, to stay, you know, to regulate your temperature when you're all geared up. So it is really difficult. Um, and that's, I think the Legion program, the state Legion has made the right decision as hard of a decision as that is to tell all these young men that they can't play baseball this year. In addition, umpires Legion is also, there's a lot of folks that are, you know, that coach their programs that are also in those vulnerable classes. So, you know, in the Wapan area, Derek is is a younger guy. Um, Beaver Dam, we have a younger coach. But I think of a lot of the, you know, the storied programs in the Legion program, like the Tiroqua, um and some of the other places that have, you know, coaches that are in their sixties and seventies that still give back to their communities, and it's not fair for them to be asked to put themselves in in harm's way, just so that it, just so that people can throw a baseball
0: around. Now, Bruce, you know, we talked about, you know, the umpires getting older and such like that. Uh, you know, obviously it gets a lot of publicity. I know there's a, there's a spot from WIAA that I that I run on on this show that says, you know, be kind to your officials and such, and there's also some recruiting type of things. How much, you know, gets a lot of publicity, you know, just incidents, and and, and how much as an umpire, how much, i just say, grief do you get from people during games, and how has that changed from when you started, you know, 30-some years ago to where you're at now?
2: Um, how it's changed? Um, I think it's more prevalent now. There are more people um, that think they know more than they do. Um, what I find a lot of times on, um, is that as the kids get older, um, I don't take nearly the grief at a varsity level game as I do, for instance, at a thirteen as a thirteen U or a, or a little league or something of that nature. Um, as a general rule. Um, because by the time the kids get into high school, the parents have been around the game, they know the rules. Um, you know, so it's it's uh it's one of those things that, that you help to, to mold that by but the other part is back when I first started, um, I probably caught a lot more grief because I wasn't as good and I'm not saying I'm the I'm not saying I'm a great umpire by any means, but you you know when you know the rules, um, you're more confident in making the calls. You're more you know you're more um, um, your judgment is is more fine tuned and and your your confidence level is there. What I find interesting now is when you make those those one in a you know one in a season call. Uh, like a number of years back when the when the uh, Red Sox and the Cardinals were playing in the World Series and they had obstruction at third base, um, nobody knew what was going on except the umpires, because we all know that that was obstruction. He pointed and you know that kind of stuff that you understand the the um the technical side of baseball that most fans don't always yep. dive into a rule book to understand it.
0: You know, Bruce. That said, there is a need for umpires, and there are obviously mean, there's a lot. I would say it's, you stuck around with it so long. There are a lot more positives than negatives when it comes to being an umpire and official. It's it's a great way for people to stay involved, isn't it? It's a great way for people to make some extra money. And uh, uh, why would you encourage uh, somebody younger, or you know, if they're a little bit older that wants to get into it? What would you say to somebody was thinking about getting into it?
2: Well, I always say, um, you know, laughingly, I say it's the best seat in the house. Um, you know, there's no seat better than sitting behind home plate watching a kid bring a, bring a fastball or watching a kid uh, throw a curveball and have it break over a corner and uh, watching that batter just sit there and look at it or watching a, that, bat, that same batter see that ball go sailing over the left field fence. Um, you know, it is the, the, uh, the best seat in the house. Um, it's also a great way to give back to a sport that I've loved for many years and um, it just gives me a different perspective to be able to um, it, it makes me a better fan of baseball as well When I go to a ruler game now that I'm an umpire I understand the rules so much better that um, I think it makes me a, a better a better fan that uh, I don't find myself yelling about things that Don't make sense. (laughs) So, but um, back to the, you know, to new umpires, you know, they've done studies and they figured it out that if you can make it through three seasons, that you'll make it. And um, so we've, you know, we, as the umpiring area, you know, the umpiring avocation in the state of Wisconsin, the WIAA and different athletic um, officials associations, Yellow Thunder officials association out of Beaverdam, Columbus area, we do try very hard to get younger and older guys and women as well. Just because you, you know, just because you are female doesn't mean you cannot work baseball. Um, girls typically play softball. That's you know how it works in high school and whatnot. However, there is nothing saying that women are not able to officiate baseball. In fact, we just had, um, I forget what her last name is, Kelly um, from, I believe she was from Ohio, that worked the, um, the Little League World Series last year. And um, so it's, there are, you know, it is primarily um, something that, you know, we are always welcome, you know, we're always welcoming new people in. If we can get someone to, to make it through three years, um, generally statistics show that they're, that they're, that they're hooked. Um and that's one of the things that I'm actually doing this year if Beaver Dam and if the local communities do decide to, to go forward with their Little League programs, um, I've already talked to the president of the Beaver Dam Club and I've said um, you know that I would work with umpires. I know that I'm not working games, so I will actually um, I'm gonna put together with a couple other umpires and if they do have Little League um, that we will, work with these newer, these younger umpires or these more green umpires, shall we say, um, those that don't have a whole lot of experience, we're going to work with them and try and coach them up and, you know, give them, you know, constructive feedback and, you know, give them the, be there as a lot of times to be there as nothing more than a fan of the blue. Um, A lot of times people are a fan of the team on the first base dugout, the team on the third base dugout, but no one's ever there to be the fan of the two guys, or the two people, I should say, the man and the woman or the two men that are sitting out in the field calling balls and strikes, calling safe and out. And um, so I'm going to do that this year. Um, That's another way that I'm going to give back to my avocation of officiating is to try and help these young men and women make it through a year without getting Yelled at too much.
0: Have you ever umped? Have you ever umped a game with somebody who ended up you know getting on the national radar? Anybody that uh, I don't know if they made the big leagues, but have you have you, have you had any memorable uh, players that you've been on the field with that 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 that, that you've umped games at?
2: Some players, um, not really from a playing perspective. I was going to be, um, I was going, I did work one game, uh, my first varsity game down at Warner Park. There was a, a kid being recruited um, at that time uh, from Madison East. Um, his name escapes me. Um, I have worked, uh, from, or worked with, uh, very own, uh, Jose Matamoros, uh, the, the Beaverton high school hockey coach and now double a umpire. Um, and I'll never forget working with him. He, uh, it was right before he was actually heading out to go to rookie ball. He had just been signed and, and, uh, he, it was a double header up in Wapana and he goes, I'll take game one. Well, he realized very quickly that the other team was out of pitching and, uh, he was able to work it. It was like an hour and 40 minute first game. And I think we pushed three hours because the pitching was a little less than, <laughs> a little less than accurate in that second game. So, but, uh, I always, every time I see Jose, I tell him, uh, he better make it to the bigs because I want to, I want to be able to say that i worked with a, with a major league umpire.
0: Yeah, people don't know Jose Matamoros. He is going to be in the big leagues uh, sooner than later. Uh, he's at Double A right now. Obviously, their season isn't functioning, but uh, he will be a big league umpire in the next five years, Max. Now, we are actually in the window right now for officials to be renewing their license, I think, until um, June 5th, I think, is the deadline. If people want to go to the WIA's website, click on the Officials tab. If you're a new official or an old official to uh, – they're trying to get recertified, not an old official, you know what I mean, but but an official that has their license, a, re-
2: yeah. a returning Return. official. Yeah, you know, the, the returning official is that is we are in that time frame right now. Um, but if you are new to officiating, or if you have been officiating, just never signed up with the WIAA, um, there is no deadline for you to do that. You can do that at any time just by going to wwww Um, Make sure you put that W-I on the end of it because if you could just go W-I-A-A dot org, you'll end up in the Washington, yeah. the state of Washington. And ga-
0: gas money will, uh, will, will, will circumvent what you make yes. if you have to drive to Pullman, Washington to, to do high school basketball, right?
2: <laughs> exactly. And so, but basically you get signed up and, um, uh, the state of Wisconsin is, is somewhat unique in the fact that there, when you sign up, you are an official. You are an umpire. Um, you, by signing up, you are saying that you understand the rules and that you are ready to go. Um, so that's a blessing and a curse. Um, it's a blessing because you don't have to uh, make it through any type of a, of a rigorous uh, training program or you don't have to go to school like Jose had to go for pro school or anything like that. Um, but it is also a curse in the fact that if you don't know what you're doing, it can be a very long couple of years. And um, so that's really where, you know, becoming a member of a, of an officials association is the best thing you can probably do um, to, he- to help your officiating success. Um, I'll never forget when I first started, I had just signed up and um, I was, Tagging along with my brother-in-law, who is a um, a radio broadcaster, Mike Johnson, and uh, he had introduced me to Sig Shecker, the athletic director at the time of Mabel High School, and she flat out said, "Sign up for Yellow Thunder." I schedule everything right through them. Best decision I ever made was to get in to get into a, an officials association All because right. those officials are are so. You know, they're willing, everyone is willing to help you.
0: All right, again, org. Click on the Officials tab if you're interested in being an umpire, an official in any sport. Uh, you can find more information right there. Again, Bruce Kaufman, local official. Uh, appreciate everything you do for high school athletics and the youth of our area, and uh, hopefully uh, we can talk down the line. I appreciate all the time you've given me here today.
2: Thank you, Wade. Have a great evening. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this.
0: This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events.
2: Ridiculous, right?
0: It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior.
2: So now there's a shortage of refs here in Wisconsin, in almost all sports.
0: No officials means no more games.
2: Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children.
1: But stop being so ridiculous.
2: And don't make us run another commercial.
1: Because we will. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. That is going to do it
0: for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report and the 2019 2020 debut season of the podcast. Again, need to thank everybody who will listen to the program, downloaded the program, and told your friends about the program. Again, we appreciate you uh, by tuning in, supporting local high school athletics. also thank Bruce Coffin for joining us today and also being a big supporter of the program all season long. Again, check out his website, flywaycarpetcleaning.com. When you're ready to get your carpets cleaned, Bruce can definitely take care of you. Don't forget again to subscribe to the show. Never miss an episode. We will mix in a few this summer when it warrants. Otherwise, I plan on being back sometime in early August. If you've listened to the show, whether it be one episode, half of an episode, or all 80 Plus episodes, please send me an email. I want to hear from you. My email address is Wade Bates Media. That's W A D E B A T E S Media at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the program or if you're a business out there and you want to, uh, Consider sponsoring the program next year. Very affordable rates. We've reached thousands of people in the last year. Uh, Send me an email as well. Again, wadebatesmedia at gmail.com, and we can chat about that and love to partner with you as we get ready for the fall sports season. Again, my name is Wade Bates. I really appreciate you being on board in the 2019-2020 season. You have been listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.